talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Artist Interview, a podcast from Hope FM here in the UK and on our partner stations worldwide. And I am very pleased to say that we've got a guest that I've been looking forward to bringing to the UK for quite some while. Uh, you're going to recognise the song straight away. And this lady has got an amazing story to share. So before we meet Anne Wilson, let's hear the track that has absolutely rocketed through our charts. And this is My Jesus. Let me tell you about my Jesus. And that was My Jesus by Anne Wilson. I'm very pleased to welcome for the very first time to Hope FM, Anne Wilson. Hey Anne, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for sparing time to come and share a little bit about your journey with Jesus uh, and your music as well. So and just to say that track, absolutely love it. So recently uh, I, on, on the drive show, they put together a, a little quiz thing for me and they played a load of tracks that have been number one here on the Hope FM charts. And at the end they said, pick your favorite one. And I, I did pick my Jesus. So I- Oh my goodness, been <laughs> thank you so much. Absolutely brilliant. In fact, so the, 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 the track has been uh, in the charts for 22 weeks um, at, at time that this plays out. So this will be playing out on 22nd of December, 2021. So still in the top 10, uh, it spent eight weeks at number one. It's the joint uh, second longest ever at number one for a female solo artist. So Lauren Daigle, she did beat with you say that lasted 12 weeks, but you were joined with Francesca Battistelli, um, who had eight weeks as well. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I've just got my stats here, uh, big screens. I'm looking over this side here. Yes. Third longest run at number one for a debut single. Okay, so Zach Williams had 13 weeks, Corey Asby had 12 weeks, and there you are uh, in position three. It's amazing for a debut single mm, to just do you. so well. It's phenomenal, absolutely wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. It's, it's an amazing, beautiful track, but I think it'd be great really for the listeners to hear a bit of your story. Can you tell us who is Anne Wilson? What's your journey been with Jesus? Uh, and how did you end up writing music? I grew up in a really great Christian home in Kentucky and the United States. And uh, I um, had an incredible family, an incredible childhood, but I didn't meet the Lord personally until I was in seventh grade. So I was, in, I was 12 years old in seventh grade and I had a Bible teacher a new Bible teacher at my school. And I, he just taught us about the love of Jesus and really was just um, displayed the love of the Lord. And I remember feeling the Holy Spirit for the first time come upon me um, in that class. And I gave my life to the Lord that night. And so even though I, I didn't know the Lord growing up, I still had that foundational truth of who the Lord was. And so that day in school, I had a moment of just knowing like this, everything I've been taught about Jesus is true. He really is true. He really is a good father. He really did send his son to die for us on the cross. And um, so I fell in love with the Lord and then I just started to pursue the Lord. And um, at the time I was very interested in NASA and I wanted to be an astronaut and go into space and uh, do that whole whole thing. And I loved science and math. And so that was like my passion. Um, and then um, really up until 2017, like that's what I was pursuing full time. Um, and some of you might know this, some of you may not, but in 2017, my brother passed away in a car accident at the age of 23. 
Um, his name was Jacob and he was our best friend and um, our everything as a family. And losing him was one of those moments in my life where like everything I had known to be true was no longer. And um, I had to adjust to getting used to life without him and getting used to life without my best friend. And it was a really hard journey of just grieving him and walking through it. And it still is to this day. It's only been four years. Um, but I remember that during that first week of him passing away, the Lord started to do something in my heart that had never been there before. And he started to give me this desire to worship him. Like I had this deep yearning in my heart to just worship God. And so any moment I got spare time, like I would just sing my heart out to him and thank him for the years that I had with Jacob and thank him for the truth that I'll see him again in heaven and all that kind of stuff. And that really led to my mom and dad overhearing me sing a song called What a Beautiful Name by Hillsong. It's a beautiful worship song if you haven't heard it. And um, I was downstairs at the piano. This was the fifth day after Jacob had passed away. And I did not sing. I had never sang in front of anyone. Like I was not, like I said, I was, you know, wanting to be an astronaut. And they come into the room and they were like, Ann, we had no clue that you sang. And I'm like, I really don't, I don't sing. I'm just worshiping God right now. And um, that conversation led to them asking if I would be willing to sing at Jacob's funeral for the first time in front of anyone. So I really took time to pray and seek God and, and make sure that's what he wanted. And I felt peace about it. So I sang at my brother's funeral for the first time in front of anyone when I was 15. And God really used that moment of um, bravery and commitment to him to really ignite the entire rest of my, my ministry. And um, then I just started pursuing music and started pursuing the Lord and whatever that looked like. And I started to journal after that too, and started to write down on paper um, like every day I would, I would write the day's day and I would thank God for something. And then I would write at the end of the day that God got me through another day of tragedy and I wanted to have it to look back on. So a lot of things happened over the years. And then in 2020, I was in a co-writing session and this is after I had signed my record deal with Capital Christian Music Group. And after I had been kind of in like the Nashville music scene for a while, and I was in a co-write with my friends and we were writing a song and I said, guys, like I've been reading through my journals over the past four years. And um, I noticed that I've only ever referred to God as my Jesus. And I was like, I've never written anything other than my Jesus. I've never written Jesus, Lord, God, anything. And I only would ever write my Jesus. And so I, I give that to them and we kind of talked through it. And we decided to write the song about my Jesus and have that be the title of the song. And um What's really cool about it is like God gave me that title before I even realized what was happening. Like out of the overflow of my heart, I was just referring to the Lord as my Jesus, but I had no clue that that would be the song title of my first single and that God would do so much with that first single and the success that it would have. And the, um, just the ministry that would be birthed out of that moment. So it was a really special, really special time for me. And um, and now I look back on those years and I'm just, I see the faithfulness of God all over that whole situation. Wow. And I've got to say, it's an extraordinary testimony. It's obviously tragic and sad, but amazing things have come from just yeah. you stepping up and singing uh, at a funeral. And I know mm -hmm. I've had to give a, a short speech at, at a funeral and it's really hard to do. So to sing, uh, mm -hmm. I, I've got no idea how you manage it as a 15 year old girl, but that's extraordinary. Mm -hmm. And obviously you, there were so many things that you mentioned uh, in there. You mentioned a record deal. You mentioned 
in the Nashville scene as well. And there's just all these things that have come about, but obviously also laying down the NASA ideas. And okay, so perhaps Mm -hmm. I could say you've become a star, which is sort of space related, but kind of (laughs) of cheesy. But but, but I'd, I'd like to know about a little bit more about that process, because obviously when you're changing tack, it's helpful to know that God's in that change. Mm. So how did you have confidence that it was the right thing to stop going for NASA? Because they're very different career paths, really, uh, and to start going for music. I think the Lord was very evident in that time of my life, and He speaks to me in peace. And so if I'm seeking Him and asking Him for an answer, He gives me the answer by giving me a sense of peace. And so that entire season and really just that first year after losing Jacob, I had this peace within my like soul that I knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing. And I would pray about it and I have, I would have friends pray and I would like really, I really was intentionally seeking the Lord on, is this what you want for me? Is this what you want for me? And every single time that I would pray, I would have another like sign of confirmation. I'd have another, you know, friend call me and, and say that they feel the peace too. And so It was like as me and my relationship with the Lord, plus the community around me, confirming that God was all over all that was happening. And um, what's been really cool for me to like learn from that whole thing is that sometimes, well, not sometimes, but all the time, God knows our desires of our heart more than we know our desires, if that makes sense. Um, He knows like what we desperately want and need in life. And He gave me the desires of my heart by all that's happened with this music when I never even asked for this or never, I never even knew that this was the desire of my heart. But when you give your, when you give your career, when you give your success, when you give your life, when you give your future and you lay that in the hands of God, he takes that and he does a lot with it. And he will give you things that you never thought you would ever want, but then they end up being literally everything you've ever dreamed. And so this whole journey has been exactly that. Wow. That's that's really encouraging. Uh, we've we've got in the middle of things. It doesn't necessarily mean things are smooth, but it means that whatever things come, you know that you can carry on walking through them. So, and and I can imagine it is quite a change of pace and lifestyle as well because you're touring, um, and uh, that can be quite tiring and quite demanding. And in fact, your tour has has been interrupted. I think. Am I right? You had, did you have COVID? I had COVID in September and then, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. So, and, and, and then we had to cancel one of our, um, one of our interviews because unfortunately your tour bus was involved in a, in a a collision. So, which is obviously one of those, one of those very unfortunate things, but has the rest of the tour gone quite well? It's been amazing. I'm out with Zach Williams right now on the, I don't want Christmas to end tour. And we have three shows left, including tonight. And um, it's been a dream come true. Zach Williams is one of my favorite Christian artists. So to be opening for him and to be able to hang out with him and just get to know him has been really special. Uh, When we had him on the show, he was such a lovely, genuine down to earth guy, really enjoyed chatting with him. So, so it must be an utter privilege to be out with him, I would imagine. Absolutely. What's been, what's been your favorite thing about performing? to substantially sized audiences how, how big are the crowds um they're about two to three thousand a night um and it's been what i love my touring is my favorite part of every aspect of being an artist um, because i love to see the way that god's using songs in real time and i love to watch the crowd as we start playing my jesus and the, the faces just shift and the tears start flowing and people get on their knees and they're worshiping and their hands are in the air so for me, that's by far the most encouraging part and my favorite part of the entire 
um, touring experience and just being an artist is vividly being able to stand in the presence of God and watch him move in every single life in the arena or the church or stadium, wherever we're at. And watching that happen is such a powerful thing um, that I will never take for granted or never not appreciate um, because it's, I know what it was like in COVID to not be able to play shows. I know what it's like to um, write all these songs and then like, you don't, you, you wonder if people connecting, you know, is the Lord using them, but to be in real time and to watch how the atmosphere shifts when you play a song because of God moving through you, that's really profound to be a part of. Well, I've got to say, I think your music does connect with people. So I would encourage everybody uh, to go and look at the official music video for My Jesus. Uh, just go on to Ann Wilson's YouTube channel. Uh, when I watched it, I, I welled up. Um, it, it really touched my heart. So it's a very wow. powerful Thank video, you. amazing song. And I can understand why people are crying when they when you play it in yeah. uh, on the on the tour it's great yeah. so okay um so what's the thing you talked about you absolutely love touring it's great what's the thing about it you find most challenging um i think being away from family is hard um not having your close loved ones with you especially out of my season of just um just it's kind of been just a crazy past couple years and moving out of my childhood home and you know just kind of becoming my own person um and then just touring all the time and being gone, you know, so you just never really get to see family. And that's kind of the sacrifice that you have to know. And, and that's also part of like, just me knowing that I'm called to do this because I know that God, when I feel weak and when I feel weary, he gives me so much strength and his joy really becomes my strength. And that's how I know, like, he's still in this, you know, it's, it's, he's still a part of this and um, that I'm still supposed to be doing this. So um, it's, but it is, it's, it's a lot of, you don't see family, you don't get a lot of rest. You're working all day um, and you don't have, you know, your necessities and your like routines and all that kind of stuff. And I'm a planner. So I really like to plan my days and like have everything organized. And that's just not the case when you're on tour. And so you really have to just adjust to your environment and getting used to, um, like I said, just, just being away from family and being away from your normal routine. So with normal routine, I'm guessing you've got a home church that's been probably your church for years. Is that true? I, I have a church that's been uh, for the past couple of years since moving to Nashville. That's been really powerful. So Cool. But when you're on the road, I'm guessing you don't have that church there all the time. So how do you keep yourself going forwards in your faith? And how do you keep yourself also grounded? I'm interested in identity here because mm. the world and when you've got celebrity, the world starts to put you on a pedestal and project something of, of who they perceive you to be. Yeah. How do you just keep yourself being authentic, real, and just Anne? That's a really great question. Um, I think it's, it's hard to, um, I think what I miss the most is going to church on Sundays. Uh, and, and I never, I didn't think that would be the case just because we're worshiping God every night and we're in community. And so, um, but it's just very different. And I miss having a I miss having my church, going to my church every Sunday, you know, like just that entire environment of just connecting with the Lord. And I will say, I don't know about other artists, but for me, that's one of the most challenging parts is as artists, we give out every single night. Like we're, we're the vessels that God's using to minister to people, but it's very important that we fill ourselves back up with the Lord. And that can be very hard to do when you're on the road, you're busy, you have stuff all day, you have the show at night, you're tired, you go to bed. And if you don't intentionally spend time with the Lord every single day, 
and intentionally have, um, for me, it's having a mentor who prays for me every day, who will get on the phone with me and pray over me and encourage me and have a community of people like that, that really continue to push you in the Lord. Um, I can't imagine probably how many people have fallen in that trap and have not been able to, um, continue their deep relationship with the Lord because it's very e- a very easy thing to do. Um, but for me, the way that I do it is I intentionally spend time with the Lord every day. I watch church online every Sunday. Um, thankfully, thankful. I'm very thankful for that, that I have that option to pull it up on my phone and, and watch church and still be in community that way. Um, and then it's really just about like just spending time with the Lord. And like I said, having people to call and pray over me and um, intentionally seeking God and um, making sure that I'm filled up myself with him before I go back on stage and, you know, and give out to all the people. That sounds cool. Just for maybe some of our listeners who aren't Christians, you talked about sort of spending time with the Lord. So time with Jesus. Mm. How do you make that happen? What, what is it you do in that moment? Um, for me, it's really about worshiping God. I think um, when you have the heart posture of worship, I think that's really all you need. And um, I think that the Lord values worship a lot and he cares really deeply when you take the time to worship him. And for me, it's my favorite thing to do because it's an immediate connection to the Lord. If I'm feeling disconnected from him or I'm overwhelmed or you know frustrated or whatever's going on in my day, when I just take a second to just lay it at the feet of him and worship him wholeheartedly, the atmosphere shifts, my mood changes, everything just gets so much better. And then normally I just open my Bible and I do a reading plan. Um, and I do a, a really a good plan called She Reads Truth. Um, they have it for men too, but it's specifically a women Bible study. And we really just, um, it's every single day devotional and work and just walking through scripture and learning more about the Lord and questions and all that kind of stuff. And so for me, it's really just, it's just about worshiping God and spending time in his word and then praying to him and talking to him is a huge thing for me. Um, when I'm at home and I have a car and like I'm driving, um, I always act like Jesus is in the passenger seat and I will just talk to him for hours on end. I'll just talk to him, ask, ask him questions and um, tell him about my day literally because he's my father. He's my best friend. He's, you know, he's our everything. When, when you're, when you believe in him, he becomes your everything. And so just like you would call your earthly father or your earthly friend, that's kind of the same thing I do with the Lord. Well, what a beautiful sounding relationship and what an encouragement for us to spend more time seeking Mm -hmm. him as well. Absolutely. Now we've got another track to play from you. It's called something about the name of Jesus. Could you tell us the backstory to this song? My granddad owns a farm in Kentucky and we have a lot of beautiful acres and I was sitting at the graveside where my brother is buried on our farm and I was opening my Bible in in prayer and deep worship and my Bible flips open and just like with the wind literally flipped it open to a passage in Matthew and my eyes just directly went to the passage and it was talking about a woman who was desperate to be healed. Like she was doing everything she could to touch Jesus or to find him some way, somehow, or for her to pray or for him to pray healing over her. It was just this ongoing thing of like, I just desperately want to be healed. And she finally was able to touch a tiny piece of his garment. And by touching that, she was fully and completely healed. And I remember reading that and going like, wait, if someone can touch a tiny bit of Jesus's garment, like not even his own flesh, but his garment and be fully healed, then I can only imagine the power that the name of Jesus actually holds and has. And so I I went into write a couple of weeks after, and I just, I just said, guys, can we write a song called something about that name? I want to, I want to write a song about the power that's in the name of Jesus and the hope that's in the name of Jesus and the healing that's in his name. 
And um, it was a really, a really powerful day. And I'll never forget that day. We were crying and weeping. And we, we like very, very like felt the Holy Spirit in the room. And um, so I really love the way that the song connects with people. And I love that we got to write a song about just the beauty of Jesus. And that was Something About That Name by Anne Wilson. And I'm very pleased to say that Anne is still with us here on Hope FM for the artist interview. And thank you so much for all that you've shared already from your heart. Um, you're just obviously a natural encourager. Uh, and it would be wonderful if we, at this moment, would be happy to pray for listeners. Absolutely. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for um, the power that's in your name. Thank you, Lord, that in your name, that um, your name carries power and life and love and joy and peace. And we're so grateful, Lord, that we get to be your children. We're so thankful that you um, thought it was fit to create us and to give us life and to give us a purpose and a reason to be here. And thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. And thank you, Lord, for the way that you minister to us. God, I pray for everyone listening right now. Um, I pray, Lord, that they would be impacted by you like they never have been before. I know what it's like to be in love with you, and I know what it's like to um, feel your love, and I pray that you would display your love for everyone listening right now, that they would feel your Holy Spirit, that they would feel your presence, that they would feel you come upon them, and that they would know without a doubt that they are loved and deeply adored by you, and that they would know, God, that they don't have to prove anything to you. They don't have to come to you in a perfect way. They can come as they are to your feet, and they can surrender everything. I pray that you would be with people right now walking through loss. I pray that God, as they're walking through maybe a divorce or um, losing you know, a family member or going through COVID or whatever that is, that you would just um, give them a peace and a comfort like never before. And that you would show them, God, that you are in this, that you have a plan and whatever they're walking through and that they um, can turn to your face and seek you and you will fulfill everything they've ever dreamed. Um, God, I thank you so much for who you are. I thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. I thank you for sending your son to die for us so that we could have eternal life. And I'm so grateful, God, for what you're doing through um, all of this music and just all that you're doing, God. It's such an honor to be a part of this ministry with you. And I pray blessings over everyone listening. It's in your precious and holy name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Anne. And if you're listening at home and you maybe you think I'm not sure who this Jesus is that Anne and Gordon are talking about, just want to encourage you, if you're in the UK, pop along to www.findachurch.co.uk or if listening to one of our partner stations, contact that station, ask them to recommend a church to you. There are many churches that would love you to know more of God's amazing love. And thank you for that prayer, honestly. I thought it was really powerful and I was really hoping you'd pray that people would feel the presence of God. And I know that I did just then. And uh, I hope people at home as well were aware that Jesus loves to draw near. I just want to say, maybe you might be feeling you're broken. Uh, I just want to say you can never be too broken for Jesus to not be able to restore you. He loves to restore you and you can never be so far from God that his love can't reach you. So whatever your situation, have a trust in God that he has good things and he wants to draw close. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. And it's been it's been great hearing your story and wonderful uh, receiving that prayer. So, um, but it'd be good to know a little bit about what's going forward. So we're right at the end of 2021, 2022, a whole new year. Now we've got no idea what 2022 holds <laughs> with regards to things like the pandemic, which right now is absolutely running wild in the UK. I, I can imagine it's probably going to go a bit bonkers around the world, but mm. God still has good things for us. So at the moment, you said you're a planner. At the moment, what are your plans for 2022? So I have a tour, a headline tour in January um, with me and Jordan Saints here. That's that's exciting. Where will you be going? We will be in, I'll be doing a hometown show actually in Lexington, Kentucky, where I'm from. Um, and then we'll be doing a West Coast run. So we'll be in California and Arizona, which is really, really exciting. So. Wow. Okay. So, and then once you finish that, so what, what, what's next? So then I go out with Matthew West in February and Hannah Kerr and um, we're, we're together in February and then March, April, and May, I'm back with Zach Williams for his spring his spring tour so gosh that's that's a lot to look forward to so you mentioned touring is one of your favorite things it's a good job it's one of your favorite things because you're going to be very busy <laughs> yes. but music wise uh you mentioned that you've been writing music so um and uh so far i've enjoyed everything of yours that i've heard thank you i'd like to know about new music that's coming out what what, what have you got planned for 2022 oh my goodness we have a lot coming out um a lot of a lot of songs we have a full record coming out this year or this next year 2022 um a lot of songs on the record a lot of um these songs represent the past two years of my life and walking through signing a record deal and grieving my the loss of my brother and really up until this point now, um, I have so many exciting songs that I feel like people are really going to relate with and love. And I'm really looking forward to getting to release my debut record. And um, yeah, there's so many exciting things that I can't share, but that's definitely one of them that I can share. And I'm very excited about what God is going to do through all of the songs. Do you know a rough date that it's going to be released? Uh, it's going to be sometime in March or April. Oh, okay. So, so not too long. That's that's okay. Not I can too long. Yeah, I can probably wait that long. So, okay, that's <laughs> that's good. Um, uh, how many tracks are we expecting? Twelve. And putting together a, an album. So I say album, you say record. Uh, it's um, a different experience from just doing singles, because yeah. Well, some, sometimes there's a story you're putting together all the orders. What, what's been the most interesting thing for you in putting an album together? I think finding the pieces of where, what do we want to say here? What do we want to speak to people here on this song? Kind of that whole, that whole thing of, um, you know, creating a record of 12 songs or an album of, of 12 songs is you have your single, which is my Jesus, obviously. And then you have your second, and your third single. And then you have all the other songs that a lot of people don't really even hear unless they're just big fans and they want to go, you know, listen to your music and um, because they're not on radio. And so for me, the challenge was figuring out what do I want to say in this specific song? What kind of songs do I want to have on this record to represent different parts of me? And so the record is like 12 songs that are completely different parts of who I am. So there are songs that you'll hear and you'll be like, what in the world? Like, this is not what I've, I would have never expected this to come out of. And um, because it's, I'm able to showcase who I am as an artist in all these different aspects. And I'm able to write up about songs that are really important to me and, and really connect with the Lord um, on all of these different songs. And 
and really just share my testimony over the past two years in these songs. So um, I think it's just been interesting to, to see how everything connects, to see how everything comes together, to see how um, you partner with your record label and your management. And then obviously the artists who come up with what songs to put on the album and making sure that they're the right options, because I wrote 140 songs for this record. So out of 140 songs, we only chose 12. And so if you can imagine, like there's so many songs, so many ones that meant the world to me. And I had this to sit down and actually choose 12 out of 140. So that is extraordinary. I'm, I, you can tell I'm a little bit staggered. I actually want to now listen to all 140. Um, so, so are, are lots of them written, but you haven't actually recorded them or? So we do a thing called a demo. So after each write, you do a short little demo, you put your vocal down and then you put some instruments and it's a basic, a basic version of the song. And so we did that for all, okay. for all of the um, 140 songs. Wow. And are some of them going to make it onto a later record or a deluxe edition or? Yeah, we definitely talked about, um, you know, records and I'm going to start actually writing for my second record in probably the spring of um, 2022. So very, very soon, um, because writing a record is about a year and a half process that um, you just write, you know, you're in the middle of playing shows and all that kind of stuff. And then you have to piece it together and it takes a long time. I mean, this has been two years of writing. Um, so I, you know, I think um Definitely, I'm gonna gonna start writing again soon, and um, but I do think that we definitely have songs out of the 140 that can make it on the next record um, that are really really special, and we have a handful of songs that we will probably never put out to the world, but that will always be really special to my heart. And then we do have a handful of songs that we know for sure, like this will make it out to the world someday somehow. Cool. Okay. Well, in that case, I look forward to those as well in due course, the ones that thank you filter through at some point. So. Um, how do people connect you? If people want to see what you're up to and want to hear about these uh, tracks as they come out, yeah. what's the best platform? I have Instagram and Facebook and it's Ann Wilson Music. Um, and then on my website, it's annwilsonofficial.com, Ann with an E, wilsonofficial.com. And that has all of my updated tour dates and um, all my music releases and literally everything you could ever want to know is on the website, which the website will also take you to Instagram and Facebook. That sounds like great places to connect with you. Uh, in fact, talking being Anne with an E, when I got married, my, my wife's middle name is Anne and it was Anne without an E. Um, and then I said to her, I think it's much nicer with an E. So when, when we did the, the marriage stuff, <laughs> we just put an E on the end. And then since then, all her official documents have an E. So, That's um, hilarious. So, so it's definitely nicer with an E, it's the right <laughs> way. So in my, in my humble opinion, <laughs> anyway. For sure. Um, sometimes I, I just feel questions that come like, oh, I'd really like to ask this question of you. So the question I'd like to ask of you, which is a little bit left field perhaps, is could you tell us maybe of a time when someone did something that was particularly kind for you? Mm, wow, that's really sweet. There are so many moments for me um, that stand out in my head when I think about that. I'm very, um, I love to be encouraged. I love to be, like I love when people show service, acts of service and kindness towards me. Um, I would say, my parents have been very, very kind and faithful to this ministry. And um, I would say that I think what stands out to me is not one specific memory, but all of the memories. Um, they come to every single show I ever play and they drive by themselves to come to every show. And um, the sacrifice that they make to be with me is beyond, like it's just beyond anything I could ever dream of. And so I think for me, just my parents and how faithful they are to this ministry and how kind they are and loving to me 
and the way that they show their love for me by just the sacrifices they make um, is definitely what stands out to me. Like I said, there's so many, so many moments, but I think just the whole sacrificial love that they show me is like exactly what I want to be in my future to people um, and what I want to show my kids one day. And that um, they're just, they're just, they have such a heart for the Lord and they're really um, servant hearted. So. That, that is a lovely response. And I, I'm, I'm sure they're very blessed uh, by the fact that you uh, are just so honest about the fact that it blesses you so much. I've worked out how you can bless them hugely because if they go to all of your shows, you know what you need to do. You need to come to the UK, do a show in the UK, and then your parents yes. will have to come to the UK. It'd be brilliant. <laughs> I would love that so much. Uh, have you ever been to the UK? I've never been out of the country, and I've always wanted to go to the UK. Okay, so it should be your number one destination. Once once you've yes. toured a little bit around America, come to the UK. We'd love to welcome yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music, this is the Hope FM Artist Interview. Christmas is rapidly approaching. What's your favorite Christmas memory? Um, so probably just like my time with Jacob and, uh, my, my family together as the five of us. Um, we, every Christmas we would decorate the tree together and, um, hang up ornaments and just had all these like traditions that we would do. And so, um, I think that especially after he's passed away, Christmas is a really hard time of year for me, but those memories with him is what keeps me going through every, every Christmas and, um, all the sad moments that I have to go through. I just remember of the, the beautiful times I had with him that I'll always treasure and cherish. So, and, uh, I've got to say there has been some controversy in the Hope FM studios because I've been pushing for us to play a track and there has been a little bit of resistance to it because people said, it's a little bit wacky. It's a little bit crazy, but I love it personally. So, so quickly tell us about Kentucky Fried Christmas. Why did you write that? I actually wrote that with Zach Williams and we were in the studio and uh, we, we were just talking about like what my Christmas was like in growing up in Kentucky. And it was, you know, partly a joke as we were writing it, but um, it really, I mean, it really is true. Every lyric in that song of what it's like to be uh, doing Christmas in Kentucky and the way that we do it. And so I love it. I think it's so fun. It's so fun to play it live. We've been doing it on the Christmas tour and to see the, re the reaction of the crowd and how they love it and how they connect with it. Even though they're not from Kentucky, it's like everyone connects with it in their own way of their own story. So I love it. And I'm, I'm super, uh, super proud of that song and, and how it came together. It's a The good news is that we've still got one more track to hear from you. Uh, this track is called Devil. Tell us about this track. I was walking through a really hard season a couple years ago, and I was feeling like the enemy was just speaking lies over me. And um, I had a moment where I really just sat down and thought about it. And I, I just prayed and I was like, God, you brought life to me and death to the devil. And all of these lies that he's telling me, none of them are true. I am. My identity is rooted in you and who you say I am. And so I was with a really good friend of mine and, and we were sharing ideas, what was on our heart. And I just said, Jeff, like I, there's just something about this concept of um, just standing in victory that, that the Lord has overcome the enemy and that the enemy has no power over us, no hold over us, that anything he speaks over us is not true. They're all lies and that we can be confident in the Lord and what he says about us. And so um, this song really captures the heart of just standing firm in that you are a child of God 
and that no matter what the enemy says to you, none of it is valid and none of it matters. Wow. Well, Anne Wilson, it's been an absolute honor speaking to you today on Hope FM. Thank you so much for all you've shared and for your great music. We wish you every success. And this is your track, Devil. God bless you, Anne. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. God bless you. was the wonderful Anne Wilson and I'm so grateful to Anne for spending time with us today here on the Artist Interview, a podcast from Hope FM and I hope you've enjoyed and been blessed by the things that she shared and there are many other interviews that you can go and listen to from amazing artists with great music and other stories and testimonies from their lives. Uh, Pop along to your favourite podcast platform and search up The Artist Interview And while you're there, why don't you also subscribe, share it with a friend. There's so many blessings to be had in it. And I hope that you uh, enjoy every episode and draw closer to Jesus. God bless you. Goodbye. Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview.